0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Do Good Movement. Our purpose here is to make a positive impact in our society through real-life education. The movement comes into play when you share the content to help other people do good just like you. I'm excited about today uh, for a number of reasons, and you're going to learn that in just a little bit. But we do have a guest on the show, Matt Hunters. What's going on, man?
1: Not much, Dylan. Thanks for having me in today, man. I appreciate it. Look forward to our conversation today and just excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, what we're going to talk about, um, as I was saying in a second, I'm very excited to talk about. It. I'm excited to learn from you. And just on behalf of the guests and myself, I appreciate you being open to, like, jump in and, and talk about this because I think a lot of people are facing it um, that might be in denial about facing it or not even know that they're facing the situation we're going to talk about. Um, and so what we're going to talk about today is the, the battle of depression, And uh, really, what is depression, um, how to how to fix it and different things like that. And Matt, I was reading up on your story and, um, you know, talking about you talked about in your life, like you're you're at a great point of life. You know, business was good. You're doing good at work. You're married. You have a family. Right. So everybody from the outside would look at your life as a successful life but on the inside, you didn't feel that way, right? Correct. Can you walk me through, uh, I just, I wanna talk about where you were, where your, your head was, and I'm gonna ask you questions on, how did you identify that and some of the steps that you've taken to move forward from there?
1: Sure, Dylan, hey, thanks for the intro there, and again, thanks for allowing me the opportunity to come in and share about this day. I know it's a very yeah. sensitive topic, it's a very vulnerable topic for, for, for sure. many individuals, especially for us as men, right? Yeah. So, uh, but I, I want to start here because I think it's important to set the stage as we get into this conversation. Yeah. To talk a little bit about my story it as it progressed and what got me to that point, point. and then from there, I'm hoping we can share with your audience uh, about what's happened since then and, and the ways that I've helped to uh, you know find some improvement and to kind of come to terms with this issue that I've dealt with. So yeah, uh, again, guys, my name is Matt Hunter. I'm I'm um, 44 years old. I've I've grown up here locally in in, in Southern California. And um, this is something i've battled with for for many years Um, and it all started in 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 my late 20s Um, i was very successful in my business in my job Uh, i was promoting very well through you know uh, the corporation i was working for i was in sales and then uh, was always doing well i was promoted into some leadership roles um and 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 i was excited to come home and share this with my wife what was going on and we were excited we just had our first son he was you know, at this time a few years old and our, our second child was on the way yeah so there was a, a lot of pressure that was starting to surmount and that was building up on me right late 20s for sure. um it was it was in the the time of 06 07 mm-hmm. there was a lot going on in real estate then a lot of pressures to to buy a house and have this home to provide for my family yeah and i wanted to give my wife and the kids the opportunity to have my wife stay at home and raise them so we had to make a lot of decisions that were tough right yeah. so um, you know, we found ourselves uh, in, in a position where we, you know, bought a home. We were probably a little far over our heads yep. in that, like many people at the time were. Right. And so it was a, it was a financial pressure that I was feeling, right? Yeah. So there was a lot of financial pressure that was coming along. And, you know, I'm, I'm discovering this in my late 20s of what was going on. I just noticed I found myself disconnecting from uh, a lot of people, family, friends. I found myself not wanting to go do things. Hmm. And I found myself having this animosity of starting to build up. And I, I didn't know why. And I felt it actually directed to my wife for all whatever reason. Wow. And, um, you know, and, and, and there came a time, I remember I physically wrote a letter down. And I, I was blaming her for all these problems and all these issues that were coming up in my life the way I felt. And um, I held on to it for a while. And I thought, well, let me write this out. But then one night I finally pulled it aside and said, I want to read you this. And I just break down in tears Mm -hmm. in this thing as I'm reading this to her. And I'm reading it and I'm realizing as I'm reading this, it was a way for me to kind of get this out. Yeah. And I'm blaming her for it. The whole time it was never her problem. But I was, you know, pushing a lot of my issues onto her. Yeah. Right. Directing it onto her for whatever reason. I think maybe it was just the, the pressure the, the feeling of appreciation. Cause meanwhile, you know, I was trying to provide for her and the family to stay home and she was busy with the kids. And I felt like, Hey, where's my role in all this? Right. one hundred
0: percent And so
1: I found myself, I had a tough time to deal with that. And I remember she looked at me after in, in the conversation she said, man, you know, I think, I think you're battling a, a depression issue. And it just hit me just like that. And I, I became very scared right well, away.
0: You're probably trying to figure out what's going, going on too, right?
1: I'm trying to figure out what's going on for sure. and And I was scared too. And I'm having this, emotional moment right now like with with my wife and i'm supposed to be this big strong leader of the house and telling her all about it and so we had a moment there i remember i I remember where we're at i still remember where we're at we were in the living room of the house that we'd owned and we were so excited to have this house and yeah and we just had this moment for about 30 minutes 45 minutes and we both just cried and there was a lot of emotion there and we didn't know what it was or why and it was at night and then we kind of summed it all up and we, we we ended up going to bed right so we went to bed and you know, from the days after was this processing moment. We we're trying to figure this out. What's going on? And yeah, so we came back to it and well, real, talked about real it.
0: Quick, what? I think that's a big thing that you mm-hmm. just talked about. Is like you you finally like just took it off your chest and opened up. Whether it's a right or wrong thing to do with your significant other and that pressure, but just from bottling that in because sometimes people bottled up so mm-hmm. much and then they go in a different direction and, and go further, you know, closer to that deep end. Right? Mm-hmm. What was that trigger point? Do you remember that? On like hey, tonight, tonight, like, wh- I need to have a conversation.
1: I don't recall the exact trigger point, but there was, there was something there that, like, I just felt the moment was right. Like, I was like, hey, I need to let, I just need to let her have this. Like, I need to I need to take this off my shoulders yeah. and just put it on hers, right? And yeah. that was totally not the right thing to do. I know that now, especially yeah. in hindsight. But there was something there going on that that just triggered me to do that and take that step. And that just, like, just let it out. Like, I didn't yeah. let it all out. I remember she's like, just... And I would stutter my words. I couldn't even get it out. She's like, no, just keep going. Keep yeah. keep talking. Maybe keep, it's because you thought
0: she could help you or you trusted her with the process I, on what's gonna go on.
1: Yeah, a little story about my wife and I. She's my high school sweetheart. We've been no, married. That's amazing. We've, we've been married for over twenty-one years now, right? So she's the person I had the most confidence and trust in. So I yeah. think that obviously she was the person I wanted to share this with first. Yeah. I think others honestly around me. I think they could see what was going on, but nobody wanted to say anything. Yeah. And I wasn't angry. I wasn't mean, but I was just withdrawn somewhat. You know, I'd hide in sweatshirts and clothes and just just a little withdrawn, and show up for work, do my thing. But come home, just wouldn't want to go do a bunch of stuff, which isn't like me. Yeah. Because before that, I was always go-getter, eager, let's get out and go.
0: Right. You know? Right. It's so. amazing. So a couple nights go by and then... Both, it sounds like both of you didn't know what to do with the information from there and then you regroup what
1: we, what happened we there? Yeah, we regrouped and um you know I even said listen I said I think I think I should go see somebody and talk to somebody about this and this part at this part I didn't know how that what that even looks like like who do you go talk to right yeah. so I called you know our medical provider to start there like hey I, I, I this is something that's come up I need to see my doctor and they met with my my family doctor and, and they said they want to prescribe me to go or give me the referral to go speak to somebody and Um, I ended up getting to speak to a psychiatrist. Yeah, I didn't know the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist. I do now, but a psychiatrist will prescribe you a medication to help, right? They'll Mm. still listen to you and they talk it out, but they're they're taking more of the prescriptive route rather than psychologists take more of a talking, coping, working it out. So I was going down the direction of a psychiatrist. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, did you,
0: so, I mean, what did the, the doctor say? like when you, you met with yes, the doctor and you yeah. talked it out because i i think there might be people listening right now and they're like hey you know my parents have this or my friend has this and they say hey just go to the doctor and they're going to prescribe you something
1: right yeah and, that, and that's a great point and that's something i, I really want to share too is so i go meet with you know the psych uh the psychiatrist and they you know ask questions and and i share all my story and what's going on and he diagnosed me with moderate depression i said well what does that mean he said well you're you're not mildly you're not mildly you're not like you know severely depressed you're somewhere in the middle and like as i was describing i said that's kind of how i felt too i I felt like i could still operate i just felt like i wasn't operating at my prime level right i just felt off and he tells me or he asked me he said well what makes you feel the best like when do you feel the best i said i feel the best immediately after a workout he said Mm. okay awesome well I can help you with that, and he says, "Well, I can provide you, a, you know, a prescription for that that's going to help you, and it's going to help you to get into your, your daily routine, and you're going to feel better. You might find a boost in energy. So all this is sounding really good to me." And uh, he prescribed me Wellbutrin at the time, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know much about it. Said, so "Sure, I'll try it," and uh, I tried it, and it had some good effects. Yeah, it also had some some side effects too, like any medication. Right, right. So I took it for consistently for a while, mm-hmm. and um. I noticed some positive pieces, but also some paranoia, some other things that were affecting me. Yeah. Right now, everybody's story is a little different, but for me, I found like, okay, I don't know if I want to go this direction. I'm starting to learn more about the process. Right. Okay, what is you know prescribing the prescription? What does that look like? What's the long term effect? Like, what are some other things that can I can do out there to help myself and you know with what I was battling?
0: Yeah, that's right? awesome that you're open minded like
1: this. Yeah. So um, I, I I ended up finding. Well, I go back and say, well, what, what made me feel about it's working out, right? Yeah. So this has been going on for a few years. So fast forward, it's like the late 20s. Now I'm like mid 30s. I've kind of been going through this process, doing the prescriptions, doing this, just navigating through life, still not feeling great, but just enough to kind of get through. Yeah. You know? And I found CrossFit, right? So I jump into CrossFit and it provided me a community that I just loved. I loved working out, I loved being around people, I found a lot of social you know, opportunities, meeting people, and it was great, loved being there. So that was what the trigger to help pull me out that mm. I found was, okay, there's a connection here with you know, exercise and working out. So yeah. that started me on that process. Yeah, right, yeah. So I started moving away a little bit from prescription type of opportunity and to kind of exploring what are some natural things I can do to help myself, right? right. And that started me down this whole road. That's awesome, man. Good mm-hmm. for
0: you. Thank you. So what, like really, what is de- depression? Like how, like if I'm listening right now, how do I know if I have it? Is it i it, I'm, I'm just down, I'm not excited, I'm not happy? Is yeah. that, because it's, and also is it something that just, is it running in your DNA or is it, can you just be born with it and like hey man, I just, I don't feel the best. I don't have the best outlook on life, different things like that.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's a great question. Cause that was the other thing. Like, I think even prior to this, when I'd hear someone's depressed, like, well, they're just sad or yeah. they're just this, or they just want to sit around and cry. Well, that's not really what it is. Like, yeah. you know, what I describe it as, it's a very gray moment. Like, you feel everything, you just feel numb to certain things. Like you see it, you just don't get overly excited, you don't feel overly down, you're just like not engaged. Yeah. It feels like you're outside of the situation just watching things unfold. Now that was my experience. Now I'm sure everybody has somewhat of a different experience, but to me, I found what the triggers I found, like the what I found was withdrawn from people. Yeah, Like just not wanting to be around people, unengaged. I found it very exhaustive to go do things, just tired, getting off the couch, didn't have the energy, mm. you know, find myself as a couch potato, watching TV, doing stuff that wasn't productive. Yeah. Prior to that, I was always productive. I was a go getter. I always wanted to do different work. I was starting up new businesses, trying to find ways to grow, right? Right. So there was that point where I'm like, hey, this is something that's off. Um, so those are some of the things that I found that to me was my depressive episode. But from what I understand, you know, people find it as sadness, you know, um, anger. Yeah. Um, they could be unhappy. Um, fatigue, those are some signs. Yeah. Right?
0: And then, like, the the trigger point to go do something. So, like, just through, like, experience myself, I'll chat about in a little bit, is, like, when you're at your low, it's super hard to, like, take action on. You know there's things out there to help, right? So, like, exercise is, like, when you, you wake up and you don't feel like getting out of bed, you don't feel like talking to anybody, you just you feel like crap, right? Mm-hmm. And then to go push yourself past that to go take action on the things that were going to help you, like, feel better. What did you have to, like, say to yourself in your head on, like, hey, Matt, like, we just got to go, man. Because I think um, there are people that that know, hey, I have some form of depression, but they're not willing to go forward and take that action because it's uncomfortable or they're just at that low of a low. What did you do to help get you, like, up and, like, take that first step?
1: Right. And those are tough. Yeah. That was tough for me early on because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to help myself. Yeah. You know, and even my wife wanted to help me. People wanted to help me, but they couldn't fix me. Like they couldn't help me. I had to help myself. So I think that's a great point is like, you've got to be willing and wanting to help yourself. And there are some tough decisions, right? Mm. But some of them could be very simple. Uh, Some of it could just be getting up and going, doing something, just taking a walk. Maybe it's engagement in exercise or activity, or maybe it's to read, find something that Makes you feel good, and I say this: find whatever that makes you feel good, and just do more of that. Make that a regular occurrence in your lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Whether it's working out or you know going out and doing something special, or maybe it's a sports activity, you know those types of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So those are some ways that That's I good. found, but it is difficult to get yourself off that couch. For sure. I remember Dylan. There was one instance where uh, we were going to go hang out with some friends and family, and I, I still remember this and um, my wife, the kids are all packed. And I said, I'm not going. she's like, what do you mean? I said, I'm not going. And she's, why? I said, Babe, I just don't feel good. Like, I feel like I'd be a major bummer to be around. Mm. And I totally withdrew at that moment. She didn't know how to cope with it. Nor did I, like, I was still new at that point. Right. And I found yeah. myself on that couch. Yeah. And I know there's probably a lot of individuals out there, even listening, they find themselves there, you know, and it's difficult. But the one thing I would advise is just get up and go do something.
0: Yeah. So when, right. you, when you feel that certain way, you feel that being in that dark place, that down place that use that almost as a trigger to say, I got to go I've gotta now go before I get sucked in deeper. Correct. Right. Because
1: it'll keep going. Right. Yeah. And, and, and anything like that continues to compound, just like other compounding efforts. Like if you find yourself to go do something to get active, those will compound. It's like one of those yeah. like if you go take a walk. Well, maybe that might turn into a workout you do a workout it might be an extra workout you might start feeling good you're executing at work better. like yeah, it's yeah. That, it just pulls you out of that hole yeah and it's tough man you get in that hole it's 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 tough to get out of it but For i sure. will say and i and, and this has been something i've learned things will get better hmm. it's not like that forever so i want to promise you your listeners like don't have that fear don't have that doubt remind yourself of this stay moving forward keep going Keep getting up. Keep executing. Get, keep going. Things will get better. That's right. Always. They might seem dark right now. It might seem gray. You might seem withdrawn, but it will get better. And I've been in some of those times, right, where I'm driving to work, and yeah. I just like my mind's not there, but I tell myself, it will be better. Things awesome. will be better.
0: And probably not to expect, like, an immediate change, right? Like, right. Like, it's going to you you're going you're at a spot where you're going to have to go through a process to start making this correction and how you feel and bringing these new behaviors in like that that does take time but i think what you said is super important to understand and just say i know i'm here but you have to have a vision and have hope that you know there is a cure for it and if you stay true to that you are going to live a better life versus saying hey where I'm at right now is where I'm always going to be. Like, it sounds like you had, you knew that I feel off, something's off. And I know life doesn't have to be this way. And if how I find help, however that is, if it's through the activities and different things like that, if you do those things and stay committed to that, that will then allow you to go live the better life. So that's probably what helped to get you off of the couch and just say, Hey, I don't want to be this person. Cause I know I could be this person because I've seen it in myself in the past. Right. Right.
1: Right. And we want want to feel good. That's just natural. That's just human nature. Like you want to feel good. We were designed to feel good. We were designed to be happy. We are designed to help others. Right. And I think that's where we get the most fulfillment, you know, so like getting up and getting going, finding those things that make you feel better. But I think it'd be interesting, Dylan, is that like, I want to share a little bit too, just the the process that we took right of, of, of moving forward yeah some things that, that I've done over time right because it's been a journey you know it was, it was around 28 29 when I found out what was going on yeah I'm, I'm 44 now I'm still you know? it's still a journey I'm sure it's you have you to put work Don't, in every think, day to feel look, good think there there are times when it's and it's and it's tough you know yeah. you feel that that grayness coming in and I remind myself okay I got to take action I got to take inventory on certain things I mm. got to remind myself of certain things that I have in my life which are extremely positive. You know what I mean, and take the inventory of that and find the goodness as well. But also, too, take that and then apply it to the things that make me feel good, right? But the one thing that I I, I wrote about this a little bit in in a a blog that I have, and as we got to produce that, I remember when I was getting ready to roll that out. You know, uh, one of our branding coaches told me, "Are you sure you want to share this?" And I said, Mm. "Yeah." She's like, "Hey, this is very vulnerable." And I said, "Yeah." Well, that's great because I want to be vulnerable right now because that's going to help me. One hundred percent. So what? One of my 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 first points of advice to somebody is first identify that you have that, like you have a problem, right? Just admit, Hey, there's, I'm dealing with something.
0: Mm,
1: I don't, I don't know what I want to call it. I don't, if we want to call it depression, whatever it is, find out, talk to somebody, right? Research that and figure out what that is. That's the first step. Because right. by
0: saying that, now you're going to be open and receptive to yes. the information that you grab from there, right?
1: because if you don't know there's a problem, how are you going to fix it?
0: Or if you don't accept that there's a
1: problem. If, yep, if you don't accept there's a problem, what are you going to do about
0: it's it? It's just like in business too, right? Something's yeah. going wrong in a department or with somebody at work, and if you just, uh, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's going to exist, and that hole's going to get bigger. But when you say, hey, man, we're, we're facing a situation right here. Right. Now it's identified, it's like metrics, KPIs, where you're able to identify the data's off, something's wrong, and now mm-hmm. everybody can go in on, how do we fix it?
1: Correct, so now it's been identified, okay? Now yeah. we, we have a problem, now we're gonna take action to fix it, right? And there's many different ra- avenues individuals can take. And we talked about those a little bit earlier, but the next step is to talk to somebody. That'd be my greatest advice, speak to somebody. If you wanna start with a friend, a family member, maybe talk to somebody that you know has battled this before, has been through it, right? Mm-hmm. Or see somebody with some professional help. Yeah. Right? That's a great place to start. Yeah. That, that would be my second step. Awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? What would be the third step? What, what is your, I guess, and
0: let's add this in there, is like the, the doctor approach, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, and again, everybody has to make their own decisions here, but just getting your perspective on it, like, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. In hindsight, listen, like, the, the avenue I took was for a good reason. Yeah. You know, um. To go back and do it again like knowing what i know now i'd have probably started with a psychologist okay because i found for me talking through things is very beneficial so i needed to like talk this out i needed to understand it you know hear out what's going on get some professional help talk about my issues talk about what i'm doing to you know with these issues and where i'm projecting these two right to understand what is going on so that'd be my second point of advice is is, is to speak to somebody professionally yeah right So make the determination you're gonna go with the somebody that can prescribe you some type of medication for it or maybe speak to somebody that can help you talk through that right right Right? and then and then the next step is is to find out well what makes you feel good Hmm. right and keep doing more of that
0: yeah it has to be sustainable yeah right so like for me i could say buying new stuff makes me feel good right like everybody right, yeah. else yes yeah. it's that little like quick shot of injection yeah. and then the next day you're like oh, i'm back in the same spot yeah so like sustain it like matt's talking about like, what can make you feel good for ever right like what's something you can repeat every single day and you're feeling right good. exactly and so like i always tell people like identify if it's that uh, for a guy like me right if it's that that thing i bought what mm-hmm. about that thing made me feel good Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was something new. It was the, it was really the chase of getting the, the deal, choice. right? Yep. Yep. And so like, okay, I like, and so what the chase is, is a challenge. Mm-hmm. So I like to be challenged. So mm-hmm. for me to feel good, I need to have something to challenge me every day. And that challenge could be as small as, no matter how long my day is, how busy my day is, I'm gonna challenge myself to push even further. When I get home, I'm gonna do an activity with my family. Yeah, Just something, something that's gonna challenge me and, and push me. That's... At, for me, that's what helps me.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you a story, and, I, and, and this is something I told you earlier, but I want to share it with your, your, your audience here. Yeah, let's hear it. So um, this, this, this blog I released a few months back, you know, one of the, a friend of ours, his wife read it and sent it to her husband. And um, I didn't know this individual was battling with something, and I see my phone ring, well, it was him. And I said, hey, how you doing? He's like, hey, bro, I just want to tell you thank you for sharing your story it found me in a moment where I needed to hear this. Like I needed help. Mm-hmm. And I said, I he said, I don't know what I'm dealing with right now, but I'm in a funk. That's what he said. I'm in a funk right now. And that could be what we call it, guys. Like some of us macho guys out there, you yeah. don't want to admit this, right? We want to, it's yeah. just a funk. You know, I'm just not feeling good. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. But the first thing is just kind of find out, okay, this is the issue. I'm dealing with something. Yeah. There's something. And so right when I got his text, he texted me and and, and I was just in the middle of a point, but I was so excited to call him because I wonder like, what's going on, dude? Like, yeah. how are you feeling? So he described it for me and I'm like walking him through this thing and I'm like, man, like th- I am I love the opportunity to share with him what's going on with me. But the interesting thing for me is if I would have never shared that, I would have never had the opportunity to help him. So mm. fast forward, he was battling with some knee issues and doing some stuff so he couldn't work out. He was struggling. Like he was just continuing to spiral, right? Alcohol, found yep. himself drinking. And so I, I was going through, I'm like, well, bro, that's like, the one of the worst things you can do i know we find ourselves doing that but that's going to really push you down further yeah let's let's figure that out right now so um i said well how about your your diet and nutrition and you know he said i'm off with that so i kind of left him with some thoughts and some words but i kept checking back with him like a day after day week after week he's like dude i'm still feeling bad like it just i'm in a funk i'm not feeling good and all of a sudden out of the blue it's like three weeks later i didn't check back with him he's like dude i'm feeling great i'm on 75 hard i'm doing this i'm no drinking and he's just on fire He called me and messaged me right in the middle of a moment where I found myself on the couch struggling. Oh, this is good. And he inspired me to get up, get my butt on the Peloton and go burn it up for like 45 minutes. And I got off there and I was kind of going down that road. And to me, it just pulled right back up and I was feeling great again. So the one thing, like even for us guys, like just being able to help each other and just encourage each other, I think is really important. Yeah. And where he made the first step is to admit to me, I... I have a problem. Because how how would that feel like, hey, my wife sent me your story and he she, you know, she wanted me to read it. And he reads it and then takes a step.
0: That's amazing. taking action. You got to be open. Us as people, I talk about this on the show all the time around all different things, right? Today's topic's just on depression. But mm-hmm. guys, we're not perfect by any means. And as soon as you could understand that and say... I need to develop myself and I need to work on myself. Like you could change your life to do anything you want to do, feel any way you want to feel, accomplish anything you want to accomplish. But like that step you're talking about right there and just saying like, Hey, even if it wasn't my idea, even if somebody sent this to me from somebody's wife, right. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, what, whatever the person didn't communicate it the right way or share it the right way to, if you could just be open enough to understand that if somebody's tells you something that's super direct, if they share something to you that's going to offend you understand that person's sharing that information because they care about you and they love you and they just don't know how to get it across and if we could as people understand that on the content we come across or that link that somebody forwards us on instagram and just know that's that their way of communicating and saying i love you and just take that information and be like hey there's something going on i should do something Mm -hmm. about this is a, a massive step
1: yeah and 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 one of the neat things for me having experienced this now and i still again i still battle this i still go through it but i have a good understanding of it yeah like i can see it like i can see it now on others with men especially but sometimes even with women like you just kind of know like you can see it and then and the thing is there's nothing wrong with it like we all have our own quirks right we have our own issues everybody has something that's right you know we just have a little bit of different something yeah you know but is to be able to help somebody and just encourage them. Because look, guys, we all need encouragement, right? We all need encouragement and appreciation. We are designed for that. And it's super important to tell people that. Encourage them, you know, show them appreciation, right? Because that's gonna help them in some uh, moment of their life as well. For sure. But the cool thing is I've been following your story for a while and just seeing your activity level in nutrition, right? And I think there's a huge impact right now With nutrition and this topic specifically, oh 100%. And I've been talking about that a lot over the last year or two, and I found myself in that position talking about nutrition and and health and eating correctly. Yeah. And that's something that that I want to make sure your audience understands and and also can apply as well. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. You know, you know, processed foods, refined carbs, and also not saying that's bad to enjoy once in a while, but to me can't live on it. No, to me, sugar was one of the worst things because I'd have that spike. Like, it would feel good, and then boom. Yeah. It was almost like alcohol it was just sugar. That, that was for me. Yeah. It affects many people in different ways. But I think nutrition is a is super key topic. 100%. That, like, people are looking for ways to get some help or to fix. I think that's one area I would I'd focus on as well.
0: That's key. And I, so, like, for you guys listening, what Matt's talking about nutrition, so, like, I have, a, I have these off-road cars, and they have these race engines in them. Mm-hmm. and these engines take a special type of fuel mm-hmm. and i look at it as like the food for the engine like right. our body is a, our body's an engine as well right? Mm-hmm. right And our body the the fuel for our body is what we put in it the water the food those different things well if i don't put this certain type of octane fuel in my race engine the engine runs like crap mm-hmm. it'll turn on it will run it'll be there the power is a lot less the performance is a lot less and the same thing with our bodies. If we're putting the wrong nutrition, the wrong drinks in our body, the wrong food in our body, our body's going to run like crap. And same with our mind. The mind controls the body, and your mind when it doesn't start, it starts hitting wrong. To like counter correct that is very hard because you're you're in this spot and you're starting to look at all these other things when it could be the nutrition or the alcohol and that's what i wanted to touch on is like mm-hmm. what are the things you learn to not do so we talked about like what to add in you're talking about like cutting out the processed foods cutting out the sugars which is good doing the exercise which gets your endorphins going what are the some of the things that you're like hey i learned to just to
1: not do a couple of these things because that was causing some depression right so one of the things i've, I've learned to, to not do is to not let myself withdraw like yeah. stay engaged Right. Yeah. Stay engaged, um, and that's a big tip. But I think I think that the area of discussion right here too is is is, is around alcohol. Yeah. That's a very very important topic for us in general. Yeah. Right. Do I still drink? Yes. Yeah. Now I have a different relationship with it. I understand what it's going to do to me after the fact, so I have to be careful on how much I intake and how often. You know, there'll be some intake. Yep. Right. And then what situations it is you know, when you're in the moment, the social moment, you feel great. Yeah. You feel awesome, right? And even shortly after the moment, it kind of brings you down and you feel normal. But then it's it's like the day or two after. Yeah. All yeah. Your, your, your dopamine has changed up. The way you feel has changed up. Mentally, you're not in the right frame. And that's
0: science, too. Like, this is Correct. real. What you're talking about is real, yes. actual, factual data. Yes.
1: 100 percent. yeah so i still engage a little bit with 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 alcohol at times i just have a different perspective of it now and i have a different relationship knowing that okay i'm gonna probably i might pay for this a little bit but i know if i'm gonna i have to make up for it somewhere else right like if i'm gonna do this okay it's gonna cost me time somewhere else because i'm have to be extra aggressive on my Peloton rides, or I'm gonna have to do an extra activity here, or something to kind of reverse some of that yeah. impact. And it's not because of any type of physical appearance, but I know what's it's gonna do in my mental space. Mm, that's so good. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell, tell a story I haven't shared yeah. with anybody yet. So back when I was like 20, I was two years into getting my business going, and mm-hmm. same thing, like life was like, it was good, starting to make a little bit of money, had this like massive vision, like something to work on every day got a cool spot with some of my buddies living at the beach and kind of living a little bit of the bachelor life. And back then, I would I worked out not every single day, but pretty consistently, and um, consumed alcohol, like mm-hmm. we like we partied right. Mm-hmm. And um, going through these times, I didn't feel the best. But on top of that, I was taking testosterone. Mm-hmm. So I was on a, a steroid, because mm-hmm. I was big into my looks. And like, I was just that guy, right. Mm-hmm. And um, When you do steroids, you could could do it in cycles or it becomes super bad for you. And Doing steroids with alcohol is also super bad for you. So they're like three month cycle. So uh, this one time I got off of doing it, I did it like like three different cycles of like steroids from I think 20 to like 22. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been a a long time since. But when I got off of it one time, I remember waking up and I just like cold turkey got off of it and um, I just didn't wanna get out of bed. Yeah, is going a crash yeah and i'm like dude i'm uh i'm like i think this is depression right mm-hmm. and it runs in my family and i don't know if depression come from dna or whatever but um there the parts of my family have depression mm-hmm. like are, are facing this today mm-hmm. and i'm like i know i've been like it's i have to like push myself to get myself going so i could have it too but i've been in denial of like i titling it i have this i have that i'm like no nah, i'm just a badass i got to put in the work and that's just the way life is So I remember I was just for days like in bed, like not wanting to go anything and just in a very, very dark place. And um, like I I finally, there's two people I I talked to. One uh, was a a mentor of mine who has faced some of this Mm -hmm. himself. And he said, Dylan, get up right now and go straight to the gym and run as fast as you could fucking run. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like quitting, keep going and keep going. And then like stop drinking. And then on um, my mom, she's like, get to the doctors. And so get to the doctors, they're gonna prescribe some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous of, I don't know, I don't know if somebody like coached me on it, but like taking a prescription is like, that's just, that's gonna be the crutch for the rest of your life, you know? And so I didn't do that, started going to the gym, started exercising, that's when I started noticing and started like an, like documenting on the things that made me feel good. And it's, it's funny as you're talking, it's the same thing the exercise, limiting alcohol, different things like that. And so that's when I really got addicted to like fitness. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my buddy the other day and like a lot of people see me as this is, like happy positive guy and I'm like, guys, naturally that's not me. Like this person you see is Dylan like, I gotta work for that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm usually just, you know, wanna be lazy, not doing anything, but I have understood what makes me feel good. And I practice that religiously every day because, like, people, I've been working out for over four years straight, right? And some people will like write me, and like, hey, you're too much, whatever, you're gonna injure yourself. And as you're talking about, it's not the looks. Like, for me to be a performer, I have to exercise. Right. And this whole alcohol thing, I've been learning about it recently too, because, like, I just with how busy I'm in with business and I, I need to be present, and all that stuff with my kids, I cut it way, way, way back because I want to be like, I want my brain to work well, mm-hmm. and I just want the sustainability of life, and it's poison, right? Mm-hmm. I still di- dabble in it, I had some drinks yesterday, yeah. woke up, not like I got drunk, but still I, I didn't feel that edge as normal, right? Right, yeah. And so like going, going through this, for me to feel good, same thing. And I, I haven't seen a doctor, actually I did. So tons of exercise, mm-hmm. a lot of exercise, cutting about alcohol, And then same thing the diet and it's been through literally the last like ten years of like journaling this on like what makes me feel good and what makes me feel bad, right?
1: Yeah, and you found it right. You found what makes you feel good and you keep doing that. That's just part of your lifestyle now, dude. That's who you are. You have to do that right. And you're not. And yeah, you look good and you like the working out. That's fun. But you you said I don't do it just for the physical appearance. It sounds like to me to to me it's more for the mental the mental approach, right? One hundred percent. The mental impact. Yeah. And the same thing for myself. Like, look, I like going to the gym, doing all that stuff. It's social, it's fun, you know, throwing the weights around, doing all that stuff. But I know how good it makes me feel. Yeah. And I'm that's, again, addicted like, to that feeling. We're, we're chatting about that, right? Because we like it too. And there's a lot of guys out are probably like, yeah, I'm not really the gym guy. Hey, no problem. There's still other things you can do getting yeah. active, right? Yeah. But like you said, just go out there and run. Like, that's the best thing you can do. They call it the runner's high, right? Just go yeah. out there and run. You can't run? Well, go take a walk. Yeah. You know, you can't do either. Find something to do. Yeah, go or, hike, yeah, ride a go bike, hike, whatever. Yeah, ride a bike, you know? And that's easier said than done, yeah. Dylan, because I, along with others, have been there. Like, if there's guys sitting on the couch right now, you know, want to go talk to somebody. Make that first step. For sure. You know, because you have to move forward. You have to put that step forward. One step forward becomes two. Two yep. becomes four. Four becomes eight, right? It's an exponential growth that you'll find yourself digging out of there. It may take a while.
0: But you have the tools now. You, yeah. You, you have the tools. And I took the same steps as you. Is I had a call and reach out to somebody and say, like, hey, dude, I feel like shit. Yeah. Like I feel, I feel bad, you yeah. know, cause I, I don't believe in quitting. Like I understand, like you talked earlier, you're saying like seasons of life, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, there are seasons. I was in a down season. I was facing right. a lot of winter Yeah, and it was even like a couple of years ago. Um, like I didn't, I didn't go and see help after this happened back. I don't know. It was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just been putting in a lot of work. Like I always have to have a, uh, like a challenge in front of me, like something to like push myself. I've had to cut back the drinking. I've had to exercise. And I got to a point, like, one day, like I woke up, and I'm like, I feel good, but why is life, like, so, like, hard? Is this, like, am, is something wrong with me, or is this normal? So then I went to, like, a specialist. I got all my blood work done. Right. Um, there's only a couple things off because I first thought, like, my testosterone levels were low. I'm like, hey, the stuff I did when I was younger screwed my natural mm-hmm. test up. Like, I just had bad test levels. My mm-hmm. test levels were great. Mm-hmm. And um, this lady's like, Dylan, that's just what you got to do yeah. to feel good. That, what you're feeling is normal. And yeah. once I understood that on, hey, I got I to gotta do the hard shit to feel good, that's when I accepted it, and I've just been on the gas. And that's what my life, that's what my life looks like. But I now know, as you're talking about, the tools I need to do every
1: single day to feel good. Right, yeah, and, and that's another point, Dylan, is going and seeing a doctor, getting your blood, you know, your blood checked. Check those things, the hormonal stuff. It happens yeah. in men and women. I think that's something that's not discussed enough about now either too, is in your 30s and 40s, hormonally, we're changing, right? You need to address that. People need yeah. to address that and make sure you're properly you know, fit in, in, in those areas to make sure you can function. Because there is some connections between, there's not, is there, there is direct connections between testosterone and depression. Yep. Yep. And that's that's for us guys. Like, go get that checked. Or even for women, get your hormones checked. It's so important to get that done. For sure. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you doctors yeah, advice. Yeah. But that would be another place I'd start. Take a look at that. There's a lot of uh, therapy out there now that's actually prescribed and it's safe. It's medically proven. And it's helpful. That's a great place to start as well. There's a lot of avenues, right? So it's yeah. really finding out what you need to do. Now, everybody's different. Yeah. Like, you know, well, my story is different. Your story, you've got a little different, right? Yeah. Everybody's got a different story. It's not one size fits all. Yeah, but it's, as Matt's talking about us, taking
0: that first step, mm-hmm. opening up to and admitting that like, something's wrong. Like, I I admitted straight up, like, something's wrong. And, like, how I look at life is, like, it, we have this, like, there's a certain amount of days, right? And they're getting shorter and shorter as time goes on. And my goal is, how do I have more good days than bad days? Yeah. And a bad day, a bad minute's too much. Mm-hmm. And being able to identify, like we've all had good days in our life. Like every single person listening, there's been a day in your life that's been good. Yeah. And how do you duplicate that? And get obsessed with having good days. And how do you duplicate it? And and start writing down the formulas you're talking about on like yeah. what makes you feel that way, so you know. Hey, like, and that's like self-discipline. Like what I talk a lot about self-development, that especially in this space is huge because you're going to learn as Matt's talking about the things that helped you. You're going to learn that, but you do have
1: to hold yourself accountable to using the tools. Right. And I love the fact that you said take inventory of it. I didn't really take inventory of it. Like, you know, I just, I just knew there was an issue, but really like make note of, Hey, this is where I feel like why. And then start figuring out, okay, what was kind of happening in my life? Yeah, that, was, it, was it the alcohol at the time? Was it certain work pressure? Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. there's certain, once you figure out, okay, what is driving this? Then I can offset it. What are the, what, now what's connecting to offset some of that? Because we're all right. feeling pressure. Yeah, right? for sure. There's it's something. life. Like life is going to come at you. You know, what they say, you're either in a storm, or you're about to go in a storm, or you're coming out of a storm, right? <laughs> it's just, part, yeah. of it. it's it's just part of it. It's just part of it. It's going to hit you. Like, yeah. You might be coming out and feeling good, but you know there's going to be another wave or something that's coming. That's just life. That's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. but being able to be prepared for that and how to cope and get through that. Yeah. I'm in a place where now I feel pretty darn good. good I'm 44, man. right? And you look and, good too. Yeah. I'm feeling good. My mental space is good, but it's not always like this. Yeah. You know, I. I recall my last, you know, light episode was if just a few months ago. I was going yep. through a lot with work and just a lot of pressure and things were going on. And these, were, these were all like really good things, like yeah. really good things. Yeah. But I just couldn't, like I just, it was so much going on. It was hard to just keep up with everything going on. For sure. You know? Dude, I,
0: I was in that spot literally a month ago. And mm-hmm. like the first time I like talked to my wife about it, I'm like, we were laying there and I'm just like, dude, I'm not doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, and f- people probably think I'm crazy like listening right now because like you look at my life and it's. Like, it's by design. Like, I put all this work in to have these things and have this life. Yeah. But as you're talking about it, it's like, that's just how life is. You're going to have ups and downs no matter what level you're on and what you have. And so I told her I'm not feeling good. And she knows, like, she takes inventory for me. Right. Like, she didn't tell me this, but she knows what makes me feel good. And I'm like, I just... I'm struggling when I get home from work sometimes. I struggle to get into deep connection with my family Mm -hmm. and, like, be there and be present. Mm -hmm. And I'll just – my mind sometimes will tick of all this crap going on. And I had to get to a point of, like, putting my phone away not checking my emails because it it hit me, like, uh, emotionally like that. Mm -hmm. And um, she's just like, why don't you just start working out before you come home? bingo you know a dude in the morning why not do
1: it at night and yeah you, talk you feel about- great coming home huh yeah your mind's ready to go like, for sure yeah, you're feeling good those endorphins have kicked in yeah you know my wife and i we've, we've chatted a bit about love language i know we're, we're all over the place here but no like, it's good it's topic, all the same like, stuff like about love language for me it's appreciation so for me like i need appreciation so she knows if i'm in a spot where i'm not doing too good look she can she can help me out with a lot of things but it's just really showing me appreciation be there to support me guide me comfort me that type of thing now everybody else says but know your love language you know that's yeah. important for your spouse or your other partner is know like hey his love language or her love language is this let me help them through that mm, right so if you're if you're on the other side of it and you're trying to help somebody that's battling us well what's their love language know that yeah you know and i'm not the love language guy i'm just saying yeah, hey, yeah. look to me like appreciation matters a lot to me so i know when i feel appreciated it's like boom! I rise up. I feel great for sure. You know, yeah. So that, give it, the, give them that nice injection.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Matt. Well, that's what I had today, dude. I I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your story, sharing the steps to get through it. I know it's going to impact many, many people. If there's, you know, summing it up today, there's a lot of action items. So, as you guys are listening, like, take. You might be running. You might be driving. Different things like that. But if if there's anything in here that like triggered you, where you're like, huh. I, I relate to exactly what they're saying right now. Like go listen to it a couple times. Understand you're not alone. Understand this is, this is just life. Right. And there's good days and bad days, but there's a way to build more good days and bad days. And as Matt was talking about, like earlier, like when you're in this, this dark place, you could, if you, if you're open about it and you just take that first step and you stay, you know, religious with taking step after step, you will get through it and you will see better days. I mean, Matt, in his 40s guys fit has a good family and he's continuing at, even at his age just saying i want to get better there's different ways mm-hmm. to process things and mentally and all that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. so it's been amazing i appreciate you sharing all that information kind of wrapping this up is there like if somebody could just say hey that's a lot of information give me one takeaway matt what would it be for somebody just to say like i'm gonna go grab
1: this thing by the horns and go after it yeah that's great the one big takeaway, admit there's a problem, right? Admit there's the problem. That's the biggest step because now you know how or what you need to do to move forward. Yeah. Us guys, look, we're all these big macho guys. We don't want to admit there's a problem. We don't think this exists. We're too tough. We're too strong for this. We think this means weakness. No, it doesn't. You're strong if you admit you That's have true. this issue. You are stronger than most, right? Remember that. That is my biggest takeaway, Dylan. Everything else we can figure out. We can help you that. People can help you that. But until you're prepared to say, I think I have a problem. I yeah. want to fix this and I want to get better. You're going to struggle. That's the one takeaway, man. I, I would love to, to leave your audiences with that. That's a great takeaway. Yeah. Thanks that's for having great. me on the show today. Yeah. Appreciate it. Coming. Yeah, I love it. I love the do good movement. Love following along with your guys' story and, and just happy to be here to share.
0: I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you for your serving hard yeah. and I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right. Cool. Do you good, guys.